We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning and welcome to Living Better in San Diego, a public service presentation of the Entercom San Diego radio stations. I'm Susan DeVincent. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but my guests today want to change that verbiage just a little bit to Breast Cancer Action Month, and I love that about these two. Joining me today is Shana Gross. She's the president and CEO of Susan G. Komen San Diego, and Lizzie Whitting, whose family has been deeply affected by breast cancer. She's a co-survivor and director of Mission and public policy for Susan G. Komen San Diego. Welcome, ladies. So happy that both of you could join us today. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Shana, I'd like to start with you first sure. and say what an honor it is to have you here today. Susan oh, G. Komen you. has just done amazing work here in San Diego for breast cancer patients' needs, for research. We're just so happy to have you here in San Diego helping women because Funds you raise stay right here in San Diego, don't they? Yes, exactly. I think that's something people don't realize about us. We're a really big brand. Um, but when you contribute to Susan G. Komen San Diego, that supports local programming right here in San Diego. 75% of the money we raise stays here for programs that I'm sure we'll discuss, but you know, helping people with financial assistance and medical bills and navigating the healthcare system. And then 25% of what we raise gets invested in international research and we're very lucky that we have some brilliant minds here in San Diego, and we actually have three Komen-funded researchers right now in San Diego County. Wow, what a blessing to have them here, too. Absolutely. And I had read once that, and I'm not sure if this statistic is correct, but that Breast cancer affects one in eight women in yes. their lifetime. Is yes. that true? It is true. So wow. um, it's very prevalent. We all know somebody who has been impacted by breast cancer. Uh, and that number, just to bring it, you know, since we're focusing on how local we are, um, that's six women a day right here in San Diego County that are diagnosed with breast cancer. And one woman will die in San Diego every single day from breast cancer. And Susan G. Komen San Diego has, has a goal, a lofty goal that I, I hope that you guys yes. are able to reach. <laughs> Tell us about Thank that. You. Uh, well, our goal is to reduce the number of breast cancer deaths by 50% by 2026. Uh, and th- we know the best ways to do that are through early detection and making sure everybody has access to quality treatment. So that's what we're all about. And, you know, I think a lot of women, you know, we know what we're supposed to do. A lot of women do not still do self-exams. Mm-hmm. What would you say to women that don't do that? I mean, mammograms are one of the things, too, women think about, oh, I, I, I don't really like it. It's not a big deal, ladies. It's yeah. really not. It's not a big deal, and breast cancer can be a big deal. Yes. So That's I would say, right. um, you know, a few minutes of discomfort uh, to make sure that you're taking care of yourself is a good trade-off. And we actually um, talk a lot about um, just knowing what's normal for you. So mm-hmm. um, you're right, not everybody does a self-breast exam, and, and that's okay. We And we certainly don't want you to think, I'm doing my self-breast exam, so now I don't need a mammogram because I checked myself and I'm oh, fine. no, no, no. Uh, because most of us are not experts um, in where <laughs> to be looking and what to be feeling for. But we are experts in our own body, and we know when something feels different or looks different or you know is presenting differently. And so that's the best thing that you can do also is just know what's normal for you and make sure you're getting 
being screened every year after the age of 40. So that's great advice. So Lizzie, I know that you are a big part of the Susan G. Komen San Diego organization now, but how is it that you first got involved? Well, actually, um, I have been doing the Race for the Cure, our 5K in Bubble Park, since um, 1995, our first race ever. And that was because my mom had a coworker and friend who was diagnosed with breast cancer that year. And so I kind of joke that I grew up with Komen <laughs> going to that. It was so much fun. It was the, you know, one thing once a year um, we went and did. Um, but uh, then um, it hit really close to home for me in about in 2003. Um, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so that's when I started getting really involved with Komen, learning more about what they do and um, the services we have here in the community, the research that Shana talked about as well, um, and volunteering and going doing more than just coming to the race, which is a lot of fun and amazing too, but um, it really uh, became a passion of mine and something that I have really loved and enjoyed doing. So now with breast cancer in your family, obviously having affected your mom, how has it changed how you live your life? I mean, are you now, your antenna must have been up as soon as that happened to your mom. Was she the first in her family? On her side of the family? or Yes, but One of the things we know is that breast cancer isn't something that is passed down if you do have a genetic mutation, which I don't, but um, it doesn't only come from your mother's side. It can come from your father's side, too. And so she did have a little bit of family history there. But yes, it's definitely something um, from a young age I started talking to my physician about. And we always talk about if you're at average risk for breast cancer, 40, start getting your mammograms. And that's absolutely still the standard. But it's really important that everyone knows that they have a personal risk for breast cancer that can actually be calculated to a number. And that's something really important to find out about talk to your physician find out what type of screening is right for you and what that screening program would look like Um, for some people who are at high risk for me it might be different it might be different than a mammogram it might be more than once a year and so it's just really important to know that and talk to your doctors and that was definitely something um, I learned because of my mom and and Komen and being educated in that way and so it's really um, been helpful in my own health journey it's (laughs) so great that you give back so much too I'm sure that that feels so much better for you and just being part of this incredible organization and actually she brings up a good point too that this does affect men not just women in fact locally here Bill Griffith for Mm -hmm. many years talked about that and his journey he aired that on channel 10 for quite a while Mm -hmm. and Many of us were shocked. We never knew that that could also happen to a man. How prevalent is that? Um, So I believe it's um, one in 100 cases of breast cancer will happen to a man. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that um, men have breast tissue. Uh, so you think of your pectoral muscles and, you know, even women's breast tissue. This is another reason we say don't just rely on a self-exam. It goes all the way, you know, up to your collarbones, into your armpits, behind. You know, you don't realize kind of where all of that, that tissue is. And for men, they, they have breast tissue as well. So absolutely, um, men can get breast cancer. So is there something that men should do then to watch for that? I would say the same things as knowing what's normal for you. Um, if there's a lump, if there's a discoloration, if there's a change in um, the breast or the nipple or any kind of discharge, you know, all of those kind of same symptoms as a woman. But for men, we often find breast cancer at later stages because it's not top of mind. You know, right. if a woman feels a lump in her breast, you immediately think, oh, my gosh, I wonder if it's breast cancer. But for a man, it's, you know, they think, oh, maybe it's a, you know, lipoma or maybe it's a I strained a muscle or you know whatever because it it's just not um, top of mind not at all and again we never even knew it could be a thing at all yeah. for a man until many of us heard that from Bill yeah. Griffith 
Breast Cancer Action Month. Now, I love that you've kind of changed that around. <laughs> We've always heard Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but yeah. you want more than yes, just awareness. We want action. We need action. And actually, you're doing quite a few things coming up yes. in the month of October. Tell us about some of them. So um, our biggest event is the Race for the Cure. It's yes. an incredible morning, November 3rd in Balboa Park. Uh, it's daylight savings. So you have an extra hour of sleep. <laughs> so you're all refreshed. Come oh. to Balboa Park. And it is, you know, 8,000 people coming together and um, celebrating the fight that they have been on, um, honoring those that we've lost to breast cancer, and just being a part of a community who understands what it's like to um, walk this breast cancer journey. Uh, We have lots of vendors out there. We have um, all kinds of tables about all of the services that we offer. We spoil our survivors. There's a breakfast area for them. Uh, We'll have a remembrance tent this year where we'll we'll be celebrating and and really um, telling the story of some of the people um, in our world that we've lost to breast cancer. Uh, And it's just, it's a really great uh, way to bring awareness, but also start that action. You know, you, you tell your friends I'm going. You help us raise money. Um, it's our biggest fundraiser of the year, and it's what allows us to provide services all year long. And it's so powerful. I mean, I was thrilled, by the way, to help MC that event last year. And it is, you're right, it is massive. And it's so amazing to stand on stage and yeah. look out at that sea of people, yes. one group after another, and just supporting and loving each yeah. other and everybody making their, their team t-shirts yes. and just cheering and getting so excited yeah. i mean it's it's thrilling and so many tutus yes. like everything is great <laughs> i gotta the costumes are incredible <laughs> and um to your point i yeah. my one of my most sort of touching moments is um standing on the stage and um all of our survivors hold signs that say how many months or years they've been a survivor um and you look out and you see people you know two months um you see four you know 14 years mm-hmm. um and it's just incredible and and um people tell us it is inspiring and motivating to know that when I'm fighting breast cancer, I look out and I see people that 20 years later are are surviving. And that gives them hope that, yes. that they too yeah. can survive. And especially for someone young, like Lissa, you're young. I mean, to, for somebody very young to even yeah. think, well, gosh, I didn't think if this was going to affect me, it wouldn't be till years later. You yeah, see... Right. All ages out there where breast cancer is affected. And sometimes, as you say, like when, you know, they say five years, they're celebrating like their fifth birthday. They feel like this is my my fifth year being cancer free. This is my fifth birthday. Yeah. And I love that. You're right. It's such a positive feeling to this. It's not a heavy event. There's tears. There's Mm -hmm. laughter. We have it all. um, But we really do support and love each other. And again, all of the money raised is going right to Susan G. Komen for so much help of these programs that you give women here in San Diego. And let's talk about some of the programs, too, like the ones that helped Lizzie's mom. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So I will start with, um, you know, we talk about screening and why that's so important. Um, And a lot of people can't afford um, screening or diagnostics. We had a young woman who came to us. um, She had gotten a mammogram. They saw something concerning. They said, we think this might be breast cancer. You need to get a biopsy in order to get diagnosed. Um, In that time, she was then laid off from her job. Uh, There are programs at the state where if you have been diagnosed with breast cancer and you're low income, you can enroll. But technically, she 
hadn't been diagnosed yet. She had to get the biopsy in order to be diagnosed. And when she went to get the biopsy, uh, it was going to cost $1,300. And you can imagine being laid off. You know, she didn't have that kind of money. So Coleman stepped in and paid for that for her. And unfortunately, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. But then she was able to enroll in that program and get treatment. And then we helped her through our financial assistance fund with rent and utilities while she was out of work and going through treatment. We have programs that can help with, you know, mammograms, biopsies, ultrasounds, MRIs. And then we have programs that can help with rent, utilities, childcare, gas. Yeah, the um, financial support the people financial need because they can't work. Exactly, because you can't work and the medical expenses are, are crazy. I was just reading a study that um, came out in 2016 that said the average cost of breast cancer treatment in the first year ranges from 60000 to $134,000 a year, depending what? on what stage you're diagnosed at. And the people we're serving who are low income, uninsured, you know, they don't make $60,000 as an annual salary. Oh my so gosh. it's just, it's, it's really unimaginable. So Lizzie, when your mom was affected by breast cancer, mm-hmm. how did she first start working with Susan G. Komen? Well, we actually didn't find out for a while. Um, When my mom was diagnosed, uh, she was given um, a little less than a year to live and was told Mm -hmm. to get your affairs in order. But um, she got on a clinical trial, and that clinical trial is the only drug that had any effect on her tumors. And she ended up living six years instead of six months. And I found out later that both the drug my mom received through the clinical trial and the clinical trial were funded in part by Komen. So wow. essentially, Komen gave me six extra years with my mom I wouldn't have had if it wasn't for this work and the fundraising and, you know, all the support that we have through the race and all our other events. And um, and I think that's why I'm so passionate about this. I want to make sure every child has more time with their parents. I want to make sure that every family has more time with their loved ones. And, and that's why we continue to do this. And whether it is through financial assistance or providing, um, you know, the money to pay for those services, screening or diagnostics or or treatment support. It's so important to make sure that people get into treatment, the treatment that they need when they need it and that they can complete it. So whatever those barriers are, Coleman San Diego helps overcome them. And that is incredible. And I, I don't think there's any other organization that does that here in San Diego for breast cancer. I'm so sorry about the loss of your mom, but you know, it, it, it just really points out too, to, Really listen to your body. So many people ignore symptoms and ignore signs. They just don't want to think about it. But if you're a parent especially, I mean, listen to Lizzie. You know, (laughs) think about your children. You want to be there. It's not just for yourself. It's for your family and people that love you. They want you to get help. And Mm -hmm. I don't even think a lot of people understood how much Susan G. Komen can help them. I mean, I really think people only just think of it in terms of do I have insurance? But to know that you help people with such deep financial needs, too, is amazing. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I think... um, First of all, women are very busy and we're very good at taking care of everybody else <laughs> exactly. uh, but ourselves. And so, <laughs> you're um, last. you know, you're always last. And and so I like that you said this is about taking care of your family because yeah. taking care of yourself is taking care of your family. 100%. Um, but sometimes it's hard to think about that. It feels selfish. It feels like I don't have time to go for that doctor's appointment. But you would never skip your child's, you know, pediatrician's appointment. So anyway, we need to put ourselves first. But Komen can really walk you through all of the things that you need uh, as you're fighting breast cancer or as you are just um, needing to get screened. You know, you may not even have breast cancer yet, but need to get your annual screening and and don't have access. And we really want to make sure that how much money you make and where you live and the color of your skin does not determine the quality of health care that you get. 
All right, so aside from the race, there's a couple of other really fun things coming up in October. Uh, One is Dine Out for the Cure. The other is Row for the Cure. Mm -hmm. All right, I haven't done either one of these. (laughs) I'm excited about them both. Yes. Uh, And we are definitely supporting them. Dine Out for the Cure, Thursday, October 17th. How does this work? Uh, We have about 80 restaurants across the county that are willing to uh, donate a portion of their proceeds for the day back to Komen. So between 10 and 25% of the money that they raise that day comes back to us. So it's actually really easy. Just go out to eat. So uh, look at our (laughs) website. This is my favorite event. So if you don't want to walk 5K and you don't want to row on Mission Bay, Mm -mm. but you like to eat, which I do, um, then look at our website and find one of these 80 restaurants that I'm sure are close to you um, and go out to dinner and tell them that you came because you like that they were supporting Susan G. Komen. I mean, I love that, especially yes. 25%. That's yeah, huge. It is. It's so great. the whole list of restaurants is up on your website, komensandiego.org, yes. correct. correct? And then now, row for the cure. Yes. I'll let Lizzie talk about that because she has actually rowed. <laughs> Lizzie! <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's um, man-powered water vehicles. So if you're rowing, kayaking, stand-up paddleboarding is what I've done in it. And it's a ton of fun. It's out on Mission Bay, and you get get to choose uh, which level you'd like to do it at. So whether you're competitive and want to race, <laughs> or if you're like me and you're just out there to have fun, yeah. you can <laughs> sign up accordingly. And people even dress up for that too. You'll see lots of tutus. Close to I'm sure the tutus yeah, close yeah. to Halloween, <laughs> oh, so people true. like to uh, go all out. Yeah, we well, have to amortize the value of that costume. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Put money into that thing. You're gonna use it more than just one yes. time. Yes. So now, do people bring their own paddle boards, or is it? Are there people there that they can rent from? Or? Yeah, there's um, limited rentals available. So if you sign up and select that um, option, and there, it's really affordable, less than if you went somewhere to rent it for an hour for the day, um, which is great. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Or you can bring your own kayak or stand-up paddleboard um, either way. That's so San Diego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yep. And again, that's on Sunday, October 27th. So that's a super fun thing to do with your whole yeah. family. And what a great way to show your kids on, on how to give back, how to be mm-hmm. part of a community, and mm-hmm. how to you know think yeah. more than about yourself and to go out and do something for other people. It feels good yeah, to give. It really does. It feels good to be part of it. And so you know, let your kids see you out there having fun, but this is your way of giving back, whether you're having dinner or are you yeah. just <laughs> exactly. rowing or yes. you're going to join us for the race for the kids. You are again coming up on uh, November 3rd in Balboa Park. And that, again, is just a massive event. And by the way, can I just say, you and I were talking about this earlier, the month of October, good luck finding a pink shirt in this town. <laughs> it's hard to do. I remember last year looking for one. I couldn't find one anywhere. But what you can do is go to your website. You yes. got some cute merch. We do. We do. Yes. We can help you. We can help pink you up for, yes. for October. <laughs> well, but the, the better part of that is not only are you going to be able to find something fantastic that yep. you're going to love, but it comes back to help support our services. There here. you go. Yep. 100% too, yes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. So, again, the proceeds staying right here in San Diego. Even though other people call it Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we like to call it Breast Cancer Action Month. We need you to take some action and yeah. to be part of this here in San Diego. Tell us more about how things have changed in terms of research. We, we need to talk a little bit more about that. Where do you think it's going for breast cancer? How have our advances changed? You mm-hmm. say it's one in eight women that are affected now. Has that number changed greatly over the last few years? Yeah, so 
for my personal experience with my mom, so when she was diagnosed, we talk about breast cancer as one disease, but it's actually a family of diseases. And the type of breast cancer she had, there were no targeted therapies for it yet, and they were just developing the first one, Herceptin, and um, that is what my mom was on the trial for. And so now, since when my mom was diagnosed, the type of breast cancer she was diagnosed with was seen as very aggressive, and we had no effective treatments for it, and it was a deadly form of breast cancer. Today, almost 15 years later, if you're diagnosed with that exact same kind of breast cancer, it's no longer considered those things. We have effective treatments. Your survival rate has gone up. It's completely different. And so we've made a ton of progress in being able to have more targeted therapies like that for all the different types of breast cancer. And um, we're really excited. Um, Our Komen scholars and researchers here in San Diego are looking at ways to help prevent metastatic breast cancer. So when uh, breast cancer gets to stage four, the last stage, and it spreads outside to other parts of the body, um, they've discovered one way that that happens. And they're now trying to find a way to prevent it from happening, which is like the newest thing we, wow. we never had any it's life-changing idea. yeah it's huge. and if we can prevent metastatic breast cancer from happening we've essentially prevented anyone dying from breast cancer so it, it's an incredible step forward and we're so proud of the progress we're so excited and honored to be a part of it and it really has just changed the landscape of breast cancer treatment is herceptin still the drug of choice that's still the state-of-the-art for that yeah for her two positive mm-hmm. breast cancer yep I remember. I think that's developed by Genentech, the company yes. Genentech. Yep. And I know that because a friend of mine worked there, and I remember him talking about that. He said, we're we're so excited about this drug this that we're testing it deal. right now. It's going to be big. And you never know how that's going to go. That's yep. the thing about those kind yes. of trials. Sometimes right. it's like the next great thing, and all of a sudden... Well, mm. so that's the trial that Lizzie's mm-hmm. mom was on. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That kept her alive yep. for six more years wow. and now has been really a game changer for you know other people in, in our right. community. It's incredible. What do you say to women who are concerned about breast cancer in their body and having it on one breast and that go get double mastectomies? I mean, Mm -hmm. is that just, I guess it's just kind of an individual choice, but is the concern that that really could still spread? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, there are lots of concerns and anytime uh, you are diagnosed with breast cancer, it's such a personal experience and everybody reacts differently. So it's so important to advocate for yourself uh, and to speak to your doctor. We have on our website actually a list of questions to ask your doctor um, for every stage. You know, I just found a lump. What are 10 things I should ask my doctor? I've been diagnosed with breast cancer. What should I be asking my doctor? They said I need a uh, mastectomy. What should I be asking my doctor? Because when you get that information, it can be really overwhelming and you kind of forget to ask all of these things. And you just hear, oh, my gosh, you have breast cancer and everything else kind of, you know, goes to like, wah, wah, wah. And then you get home and you start to think about it and you think, oh, gosh, I didn't ask this and I didn't ask that. So. You know, it's a very personal journey between you and your physician, and we want to make sure that people feel very comfortable advocating for themselves and communicating with their doctor. In some instances, they may do a double mastectomy, and that might be what's recommended. In other instances, not. And I think people get really scared because they've you know heard about other stories and sure. what friends have been through. But you know, each person's uh, experience is different. And, you know, I think it's wonderful that you put that all up on your website because that's such valuable information, real information that women need, because you're right. Before you go into a doctor, you know you need to have the questions ready, but then sometimes it's just 
overwhelming when you're there. It's emotional yeah. and it's difficult to remember what you wanted to talk about or yes. ask about. And you only have a limited number of yes. minutes with a doctor. So you got to <laughs> you feel you gotta, rushed. You feel yeah. like, oh, my gosh, what else was I going to yes, say? You yes, you got to have your you got to have your act together. So yeah. that is fantastic. So your website is just invaluable. Oh, what there's are, so much information. What are the there? other kind of things that women can find on your website? Um, we have a great tool about um, when you get your um, diagnosis. Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, it's a pathology report tool. So if you have a biopsy um, or similar diagnostic test done and you get a pathology report where they check what it is, it looks like a different language. It can be really crazy. And sometimes oh, yeah. if your physician isn't an oncologist, they themselves don't even understand it. So it's a really great tool because you can go through it and look at your pathology report and it'll tell you what everything is is what it means and so you can walk away with it really understanding what has been found it's another way to empower you and help you advocate for yourself and so then when you do move on to talk to your physician or an oncologist you have the information you understand it in terms that make sense to you not in medical jargon and acronyms and you know words you've never heard of before yeah all Um, real information yeah and it's it's so helpful what about the support that susan g Komen san diego gives for the rest of the family because it's not just affecting the patient it's affecting a whole family including when you were younger as a child it's hard to understand what do i tell my kids when i'm going through you don't want to scare your kids but what do you say do you help with that in any way yeah, we have some really great tools um, around co-survivorship is what we call it, a co-survivor. And so um, we have some uh, kind of pamphlets and information about, you know, what is happening to the woman I love, whether it's a mother, a wife, a sister, and it really can walk through that. And then um, ways of um, being able to support them and giving ideas about that. And then we also have lots of other things locally that you can do to support them. One of the things I love about the race so much is it's like a a tangible example of somebody supporting you and caring about you coming out to be with you at this event is so cool and then these other pamphlets we have information and uh, suggestions on how to support people like bringing them groceries or driving them to an appointment or helping them ask those questions at doctor's appointments. You can be a note taker, which is really incredible. Oh, that's fantastic. At an appointment so that the the person who's being diagnosed can just listen and somebody else is taking notes and recording it all so that they can look at it later. Yeah, And Um, even when you think you're listening, it's so, it can be overwhelming if you hear something that just kind yep. of throws you a little bit yeah. for a loop you're not gonna you you're, you could walk out of an appointment and say i'm sorry i don't remember half of yes. what he just told me or exactly. she just said so Absolutely. that is a great yeah. piece of advice another thing um, that you can do with us is advocate so uh, we go to sacramento and to dc and we meet with our elected officials we meet with our electeds right here in san diego and talk to them about breast cancer and we've had some great successes in sacramento expanding state coverage for women with breast cancer and actually that's part of how lizzie got her start um as a teenager advocating in (laughs) Sacramento and sharing um, her experience having, you know, standing beside her mom as they went through treatment. And so that's a really great way to make sure that more people are getting the care and the coverage that they need. Well, the word is certainly out. And I think that this is the month to take action (laughs) coming up here. And again, there's so many ways to do that. Uh, We're very proud to be partnering with you. Komen San Diego, the race for the cure, the walk to end breast cancer coming up. Don't forget on November 3rd, beautiful Balboa Park on a Sunday. Please come join us when you walk. You're making it possible to provide free mammograms, biopsies, care, even financial assistance, as you mentioned, for breast cancer patients. And really during the time that they need it, 
the most. They need your support in so many ways. That's just one of the things you can do. Also, of course, the Dine Out for the Cure on October mm-hmm. 17th and the Row for the Cure on October 27th. So just be a part of it. And uh, I'm just so honored that the both of you were here today. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Thanks for, Thanks having, for us. having us. Yeah. Susan G. Komen, San Diego. The events this month, again, all the info is up there for you on their website, comensandiego.org. If you can't make it to one of the events, please consider making a donation. It goes a long way, as you can see, for the real needs of the women and men here in San Diego that need your help. And get your pink shirts there, too, (laughs) because you're not going to find them anywhere else. This is Living Better in San Diego. The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect the opinions and views of the staff and management of the Intercom San Diego radio stations. Episodes of Living Better in San Diego are available on this station's website. Till next time, I'm Susan DeVincent. Have a great week. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.